Hey, Fedheads, welcome back to another episode of Cigar Chat, broadcast around the world on the Armed Forces Radio Network, live on Facebook, and of course available on whatever your favorite podcast catcher is, and then available as a, uh, a rebroadcast whenever you want on YouTube. Uh, I'm your host, Trip, here with my co-host, Jason. Jason, how you doing today? Good. Staying warm. It's a balmy 33 degrees out right now. So. Yeah, it's pretty frigid where we are. Um, and we're here with a special guest, Mr. Terrence Riley, representing Casa Fernandez. How you doing, yes, Terrence? Sir. Just living the dream. Thank you for having me, guys. It's always a pleasure. Of course. Um, so for anybody who's not familiar, uh, you were on the show a few, about a month ago. Uh, with our with our other show for Quesada, and you recently left that position, and you've now joined uh, Casa Fernandez. So tell us what it's like moving into Casa Fernandez. Well, it's uh, I'm very happy to be here, quite frankly. Uh, again, I had a great run with Quesada, and I was there for almost a decade, and uh, um, you know it was the experience of my life. Um, but uh, just uh, at this point, moving on, and and uh, I was fortunate when I left that I got the speak with a lot of companies in terms of, uh, you know, staying in the industry. And then Casa Fernandez, uh, ultimately, I went with them just be- because I saw the, the quality of the product, quality of tobacco, and uh, I felt I could do a lot of good for them, quite frankly. So I thought that this was a great company that I could really contribute to, and uh, and they were good enough to have me. So here I am. And uh, one thing we were talking about in the green room is, historically, Cas Fernandez has been a little bit underrepresented. And... Yeah. Uh, but everybody loves their cigars. Some people may just not know it. So, I mean, if you've ever had something from Warped, most of the stuff from Illusione, uh, there's a couple other brands that I'm not thinking of right now. F- foundation. Uh, oh, Foundation, in, uh, of course. Yeah. And the Guguense. Uh, so those are both. The, uh, Viaje does a bunch of projects uh, w- with us. Um, some of the stuff for Sindicato, HVC. Um, Corona cigars in Orlando, some of his his uh, his uh, various lines. So uh, there's a ton of cigars out there that are highly acclaimed, and and all you come from our factory using our tobacco, and then our cigars have have uh, done very well uh, ratings yeah. wise. Last year the Agonor Sleep was top 25, uh, number 11. This year it's number eight on Cigar Aficionado um, for for Guardian of the Farm. Um, but it just, the buzz has not been there as, as much. And I kind of looked at that and was like, how is it possible that these people that have this level of product, more people yeah. aren't, you know, bat, you know, what crazy about this, you know? And so, or I felt that I could, could really help would, was in the sense that coming in and really kind of preaching the gospel and, and getting in contact with, uh, you know, uh, through social media, through, through these venues, through all sorts of things, and really talking about what an amazing product we have. Yeah, it's. I mean, I can't say enough good things about Agonorsa. The we were talking about it in the green room before you got on the call. Actually, it's always got it's got this specific flavor that yeah. nothing else has, and nobody else can replicate. Um, and it's always present at at different levels, no matter which blend it is. Uh, from like from stuff like when I'm smoking the JFR, the more budget side of things, all the way up to like the high end st- sticks that are made for the outside companies. Like I uh, cut out first. I don't know. Like the hot, the hot ten from Illusione, everything that comes from Aganorsa yeah. has that flavor, and it's weird because I can't really describe that flavor. Do you do you have like a name, something you would call that? Because I've never I, I been able to figure it out. It, yeah, but you're absolutely. <laughs> I, it I, needs I, a name. You said all that because it, it, it's 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 one of the really want to focus it on is kind of promoting that signature flavor because that's I look at is what is unique and what's meaningful 
uh, you know, for, for, for a brand, you know, there's something that separates you from other people and, and it's got to mean something to the client. It's just a meaningless thing. It doesn't help. And uh, with that flavor, really everything we do, we want to make sure that that, that signature flavor is well represented and we're not going off into too many different directions. We want to kind of stick with what we do really well and that nobody yeah. has is, is that is that taste. I, I don't know if I have a, I, I kind of view the cigars that are clearly Nicaraguan cigars, but clearly with a, a Cuban influence. And I know everybody uses that word, but I actually have a slew of Cuban agronomists yeah. that grow the tobacco, that, that you know, work in the factories. And these guys, you know, lives working with Cuban tobacco. So their mentality and what they're trying to produce is more in terms of, of Cuban tobacco. Now, again, obviously, we're in Nicaragua. Soil is different, and Nicaragua has its own taste profile. But mm -hmm. you, you see a, a wonderful synthesis of that kind of mentality with 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 uh, Nicaraguan tobacco. Uh, and not, not to mention that they're not working with a lot of material over there. I mean, it's uh, uh, Cuba is, is, <laughs> is famous for not you know yeah you know, never you know, always being under supply, not having enough uh, of the various uh, you know things that they need to to grow you know consistently and properly. And uh, and throwing giving those guys all those resources, I think it, it creates a, a really unique product. Yeah, it really does. There's I mean, there's no question when you smoke something that's got agonorsa tobacco, you know. Um, and I, I do want to mention for all of our people watching on Facebook, uh, if you look in the bottom right hand corner of the screen, we've got this fancy new widget. So you can actually see your comments in the video. And the good thing about that is that people watching later uh, they're not going to have to dig through the comments to find questions and stuff like that. They can just see your questions on the screen. It's perfect. Um, unfortunately, we don't have that for podcasts yet, but uh, maybe in the future somebody will figure something out for that. Uh, we actually have a, a viewer question right on there. Uh, Jason Hill wants to know, how long is the aging process at Casa Fernandez? Yeah, it, it, again, it really depends on on the tobacco. We have tobaccos that, that – it's basically when the tobacco is ready. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, and, that, that, and that can be different lengths of time depending on – where, where it's grown, Esteli, obviously, Jalapa, and then different seeds, Corojo 98, uh, uh, Corojo 99, which is really uh, our, our signature. That's where that signature tastes. Really, a lot of that comes from that Corojo 99 we grow in Jalapa. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, the different primings, uh, leaves, uh, you know, all these factors come into play. So I, I don't think that there's really like a, an exact time. It's like, you know, you don't put the timer on and go, oh, you know, yeah. like a cake where, where uh, oh, now, you know, the cigars are ready. Go, you know, better go get them, you know. Uh, or the tobacco is ready. It's really a it's a case by case scenario, and that's that's really where the skill in this industry comes in. Because you, you you let go too long, it, it you know it cooks the tobacco. You don't do it long enough, you're going to get ammonias. So it's really a, a you know a, a, an art form of of being able to to watch it and and just you know select it at the right time. Yeah, um, I I, I would compare the aging process of like the fer fermentation process rather. Uh, like it's not baking it's like smoking a brisket uh yeah. it might take you eight hours might take you 16 hours it's there's no way to know until it's done yeah i know exactly it, you know and uh and it's just a, you know that's where the 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 guys that really know what they're doing uh come into play because it, you have to really have a lot of experience it's not like the tobacco speaks you know <laughs> yeah you, you, you have to you have to actually be able to look at it and smoke it and smell it and, and really uh, tactile, all those things come into play in terms of telling you, okay, this is the right time to, uh, to, to use it. Yeah. Um, and Jason's been pretty quiet over there. So I want to let Jason ask a question. Yeah. So for you, what, what has been your sort of getting up to speed process so far? I've been working quite a lot. Uh, no, I, it I, seems I, like I, it. I basically, uh, there's, you know, so in terms of one thing that we've been lacking and we talked about this is that 
there's very up until there was basically no Facebook account until recently. Um, there's very little social media presence. Um, there's been, uh, you know, learning new systems, obviously that there's sales systems and all that type of stuff. That's boring, but that's all important. Um, getting down to the factory. I was down there for a week, uh, in the fields, you know, learning, learning the, uh, all about, you know, the specific way we do things. Um, so it's really been just nonstop. I mean, we, uh, our office closes for like most companies for two weeks, uh, you know, between Christmas and, and new year's. Um, but, uh, I was like, Hey, uh, I'm going to need a key because there's a lot to catch up on here. Um, and then of course, and of course, smoking, you know, uh, and it just sounds like it's not work, but it's important to, to, to know everything that you sell, you know, to me, it's like, Oh, how, Oh, this is great. Oh, have you smoked it? Oh, not yet. It's like, well, you know, you can't say that kind of stuff. So I want to yeah. make sure that I've, I've had the experience with everything, which is, which is, you know, I'm not complaining certainly. Uh, but that, it, uh, that's something that I've been doing as well, quite a bit of, I, and again, the, the flavor, I mean, one thing that, that, uh, I just can't get over is that is that signature flavor, man. It just it just it's you don't have to be an expert, you know. You don't, you know some guys can pick out different regions and different farms and things like that, and other guys could never you know do that. And you know, but the layman can smoke you know that that Aganorsa tobacco and tell the difference from something else. I mean, that's yeah. that's what's great about it. That's actually what got me into like you know craft cigars, boutique cigars, like the smaller brands. The thing that made me start looking at smaller brands was uh, way back in the day when my father still used Aganorsa tobacco. Sure. And uh, th like the first My Father's Cigar I smoked, it was like, wow, I didn't know cigars could taste like that. Um, and I, I don't know, I just fell in love with that flavor. So oh, I'm... The, the next thing I want to ask is just kind of run over some of the lines. Uh, like maybe, yeah, let's just get, what about just an, a general overview of the lines that are part of the Casa Fernandez brand? I know there's a lot. Yeah, so it, this is where it, it gets a little confusing, and one of the things that my aim is to fix is that we have kind of a lot of namesing. So, so for Casa Fernandez, our is the name of our distribution in Miami, our factory in Miami because we produce cigars mm -hmm. in Miami, and the brand of cigars Casa Fernandez, which is produced in Miami. Uh, we have Cuban rollers that that roll, and uh, and and that's that that brand is produced in Miami using Aganorsa tobacco in in Nicaragua. We have two factories, one in Jalapa and one in, in Esteli uh, that that uh, that also have names, which I'm not going to get it into because I want everyone to know that it's it's Aganorsa. What we what we're doing here is is everything is uses Aganorsa tobacco and all the names are linked under that. So we we also have the Guardian of the Farm, which, as I mentioned, uh, was a it's a collab with uh, with Kyle from Warp Cigars that we mm -hmm. uh, that we distribute. Um, we have the JFR line, which is really our our kind of core brand, JFR and JFR Lunatic. Um, these are big grit engaged for the most part, but uh, there's the JFR has a Super Toro, which is a which is an amazing cigar. It's got the uh, pigtail with a tucked foot, and uh, they come in reasonable sizes as well. Uh, but and, you like and that big, Robusto, which is fantastic. Robusto, yep. <laughs> uh, so so very reasonable sizes, but if, if uh, primarily they're geared more towards the big grit engaged guys. Um, and then we have a, a significant um, bundle line of, of various. Uh, one, one most the biggest one is New Cuba, which is uh, which is you know basically a value smoke. I mean, very very reasonable price guys that kind of you know are are puffing all day long uh, and don't want to you know get the wife screaming at them. Uh, you know they, you know they go more for for the, for those, which is an incredible cigar for the price. Um, so we, those are, those are the, the key ones. We also have have uh, a couple brands. One Sabor Aganorsa. Which is a uh, which is a really flavorful cigar that we make in our Jalapa factory, and then Buena Cosecha, which means good crop, and that's also made in our Jalapa factory. So again, 
this is all going to start getting grouped under kind of uh, the Aganorsa name because it's a little bit confusing as I as I acknowledge. Um, just trying to keep track of all of, of everything. But basically, Aganorsa with cigars produced in Miami and Nicaragua. Nice. Um, and we have another uh, audience question from Harley Holmes. He wants to know, outside of government issues, what do you think the cigar industry needs to expand more? That's a tough question. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. I, I, th- I think the, the biggest thing, and, and I, I, we just have to, can, to do it better than we do. And I, I don't think we, it's not that we don't do it well, but we need to do it even better is that there's such, there's so much uh, anti-smoking uh, propaganda Absolutely. out there that when you watch TV and you see an ad with, you know, with the woman that looks like, you know, she's been dead for six weeks telling you, you better not smoke. Or you're going to end up like me. Uh, you know, that perception is very, very strong. And so to overcome that, really, the only way is to experience it. And, and again, we can sit all day and talk about how cigars are fermented differently, how they're enjoyed differently. It's the difference between drinking a bottle of grain alcohol every day and having a bottle, you know, a glass of wine uh, or a bottle yeah. with a few people at, at a dinner party. It's, they're both alcohol, but they're completely different. But the only that's just that's just, you know, they register. You say that, but then they go uh-huh, uh-huh, and then they see that advertisement and then that's it. Yeah. When they actually sit down and, and creating more opportunities for a person to enjoy a cigar, I think is the is the key thing is, is that you need to, you know, a guy needs to go to a shop with somebody that doesn't really smoke cigars or maybe had one at a wedding once and say, hey, why don't you come down and experience this with me? And you're going to see how amazing this. And when and when they see that. That is really what changes people's minds. They, they go, oh, I had no idea it was like this. That's what you always hear. Oh, I had no idea it was like this. They're in their head. Yeah, they're exactly. Thinking, they're thinking cigarettes. And, uh, and and there's nothing you can say to them that will change their mind. It's only by experiencing that. And so we have to really, as an industry, make sure we're, we're fully maximizing the opportunity to get somebody that you know is either against or, or kind of indifferent towards towards having a cigar and show them how, how great it is to sit around with a bunch of people from completely different backgrounds who, who might would never talk to each other otherwise and how it brings them all together and relax and have a great time. So that's the idea. I like that. Um, I, I can't, I can't disagree with any of that. That's right on the money. That's exactly what I would have said. Uh, oh, Jason, you got you. another question ready? <laughs> yeah. That, I, I think that's a great point too. It's like people, unless you go into a cigar shop and hang out for like an hour, you just, you'll never quite understand that it's, it's a fellowship thing and enjoyment and it's not a habit. Yeah. No, yeah, that's the. I mean, it's like you said it. You have to experience it because you're just telling people, yeah, 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 yeah. When they see it it's, and experience it, it's a different thing. All right. So when um, now you're you're kind of getting online with uh, Casa Fernandez and all that. Do you have do you have kind of a goal for for yourself? Like uh, you know, by July of this year, I I want to have sort of like this major thing accomplished or. Yeah, there's a whole bunch. So I have several phases. Again, I, I don't want to get too much into it because some of it's internal. But but uh, but yeah, definitely we want to kind of one group everything under the term Aganorsa. We want people knowing Aganorsa is what is is the is something that we control the production of, and that's what makes us unique and our, our cigars unique. And these different lines that we have. Uh, all contain that tobacco and they're different expressions of that tobacco. And I think the more we can, you know, cause right now it's just too, it's again, even when you ask me, so what are the lines? It took me like 10 minutes to explain everything to you. <laughs> it, it just takes too long to explain, uh, you know, and people just, they have to look at the product on the shelf and, and get it. So a person has to look at Casa Fernandez and JFR and somehow know that those two are related. Now they may speak to two different customers and the customer may prefer one or the other, but we, we don't want them looking at a product 
you know, he loves JFR. And then he sees Casas Hernandez and not have any idea that they're that they're using, you know, uh, they're from the same company. So that's that's something that we really want to focus on over the next six months. Uh, the social media outreach with, you know, consume, what I love about this industry is, is the interactions. It's the best part. Uh, if you don't like that, you shouldn't be in this business. It's, it's uh, again, no matter how many times I do an event, uh, how, how like I leave the event, I, met, I spent an hour with a person and then like we stay in touch and they send me, you know, it's like amazing how, how it connects people and really do more of that. Really get out there and uh, talk to talk to people, do events, um, you know, spend time with retailers, edu- you know, doing educational things so that they, they can sell it. Uh-oh. Did we lose Terrence? He froze up for a second. We may have. It's, 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 it's a thousand things that you have to really provide with uh, with tools to make their life easier. It's you know it's it's not easy. You know, some guy comes in, they can recommend fifty cigars easily. You know, one every time. Why do they recommend yours? Well, you've got to you get them uh, passionate about the product, and you got to get tools to to make it easy to sell it. So, those are the key key things that I'm looking at in different stages over over the next you know years to come, and certainly six months. Um, so actually I was going to ask a question, but before I do that, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back with more questions with Terrence Riley. Brought to you by Gurkha Cigars. Gurkha Cigars, makers of the world's finest cigars. Try the 93 rated heritage featuring Rosado, Ecuador, and Habana wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and Dominican, Pennsylvania, and Nicaraguan fillers. Blended by Gurkha's blending team at American Caribbean Cigars, it's hand-rolled Nicaragua and available in 35-count boxes. Talk to your local B&M about the heritage today, or talk to them about other fine Gurkha cigars. Whatever your taste preference is, Gurkha has a cigar that's right for you. And we're back with Terrence Riley from Casa Fernandez, um, talking about Casa Fernandez and Agonorsa tobacco, the magic that is Agonorsa tobacco. So a question I have for you about your new position. Are you going to be on the road as much as you were with your last company? Certainly in the beginning, I'll be on on the road a lot, probably the next year at least I will, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, there, I, I really want to go in there and, and, and do a thorough job explaining everyone in the company in the industry, everybody has to, you know, understand what we're doing. And I think I'm, I want to really lead that process. And that revolves, involves travel. You have to really be in there. It's yeah. a face-to-face business to begin with. And then once we really get, get that message out there and start getting it out there, uh, I, can, I can start focusing on other, you know, aspects more. But in the beginning, definitely, I want to be, I want to be in there um, on the, you know, in, in, in the trenches with the guys uh, yeah. until, we, until we get, you know, things to a point where, where that message is, is brought more broadly known and, and, uh, and, and, and I can focus on other areas. Yeah, of course. Uh, Jason, do you have another question? Well, I see if we have any new audience questions. Yeah. So when it comes to, um, all the, all the egg and orsa tobacco down there, there's, there's obviously demand for this from, from the Cas Fernandez lines and from all of these div- different lines. Sure. Have you found that there's kind of like, like a prioritization to where, you know, this, this, this is kind of like, like a first tier in line for the tobacco, or is there just so much tobacco that it's not a problem? Well, I mean, they grow in, in Nicaragua, along with the, with the Placencias, of course, they're, they're the largest growers. Uh, Placencias grow more, certainly overall uh, in, in Central America, but, but certainly in Nicaragua, if we're not the largest, we're the second largest grower of tobacco. So we have a ton of tobacco. Um, and then, again, one of the things I noticed with them is that they're, they're very specific about 
sometimes people will say, oh, well, the, this, this tobacco is from Jalapa and this tobacco is from, from uh, Esteli and this tobacco is from Condega. I mean, they talk about the farms and then each farm is divided into lots and then they'll talk about the lot on the farm. So it's very, very specific in terms of what, what cigars use, what tobacco from, from what farms, from what lots and what region. So it's, it, you know, it, it's, a, it's a good process because then you, you're able to kind of categorize all the different blends into very specific, you know, uh, very specific areas rather than kind of, oh, well, this, this could be any piece of tobacco from anywhere in this area or, or, or that area. So you have farms that are kind of dedicated to certain brands, depending on the blend. Um, and it's a little bit easier to manage because you want to make everybody happy. You don't want to have, you know, some yeah. guy, uh, oh, hey, we'll get to you when, uh, when we're done with what we're doing here. You want to make your clients happy. You know? And that's, uh, and that's being a big part of our success is that, I mean, guys, guys that really know tobacco really well, um, work with us because we're able to provide them with, with, uh, with a really great product. So here's a question, another question from Harley Holmes, um, which is interesting because I actually saw a different version of this question posed to a group on Facebook, which is, uh, first of all, he wants you to explain the custom private labels. Um, and you, you already kind of did that. You went down the list of the, you know, the warp, the illusiones, the HVCs, all those. Um, but he wants to know if it's possible for a consumer to get their own private brand. Like if they were to say, I need 3000 cigars for my wedding. Is that something that Cas Fernandez would be able to do? Wait, wait, I don't know if he's probably, got a wedding or something coming up, but I mean, you know, one, you'd have to get them from, you can't buy tobacco from you can't it's either import from a factory yeah. or in like miami you can't just go in there and you, you we have to only sell to somebody that's got a distributor's license now sure. uh or excuse me to with a retail license because we're a distributor so one is that they'd have to go through the retailer to do something like that and two the the it would have to be like a blend that exists with fda you can't yeah. just create new blends and, and then yeah, start sending them out you know? Which, which has been, we have a bunch of stuff that we did before the, the deadline, uh, so, so we're in a good position. But yeah, we, you can't just go down there and create a blend and create a brand and, and go, that those days are, are over, yeah, unfortunately, at least until something changes, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was going to be the answer there. Yeah. Um, and so for people who maybe, I don't know, maybe somehow they're not familiar with Cas Fernandez sure. or the lines that you guys offer... Um, or maybe they just are familiar with some of them but don't know how they connect. If somebody was go to go to the store that had every single Cas Fernandez blend, which three would you recommend they pick up? It'd really be de uh, dependent on, on the person to some degree. You know, again, I think each one, like the JFR is kind of like the, the, the is an incredible value. I mean, the price points on them are amazing. Uh, they, the flavor, the construction, uh, it's kind of for like the, the – the working man, the guy that wants a great cigar that like doesn't want to spend, you know, 15, 10, 15, 20 dollars on, on a cigar or just can't afford to. You know, he just wants to have yeah. a cigar, you know, a few cigars a day and, and can't spend that kind of money. We're providing him with something that's that's excellent, at, you know, at that price range. And and then uh, the uh, the Guardian of the Farm, it's really it's that's more, I think more for the guy that's more into the, the you know, it's it's an amazing blend. But it's also a cigar mm -hmm. that it's got a dog on the band. I mean, you, you know, so what's the story behind that? I think you, you have to be interested in that story. So, you, like, why why do we why is it called guarding the farm? Well, our American bulldogs that guard our tobacco 
you know, each one is named for one of the one of the dogs. And so, again, you have to be interested in that. You know, and then Casa Fernandez, I think, is is the, is the one uh, the Aguinor Salif uh, specifically is because uh, it's box pressed. I think that's the most elegant looking uh, of, of our lines, you know, because it's got that beautiful presentation. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're all, you know, it's like, you know, I want, uh, you know, I want scotch or I want beer, you know, so, you know, part of it's flavor and part of it yeah. is, 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 is other factors that come into play. I mean, when somebody buys a cigar to some degree, what they're doing is they're, they're defining themselves like a, you know, it's like Lanceros, like there are some yeah. guys and you can explain <laughs> all day long about like how great the flavor is and how hard they are to roll and the wrapper. And that guy looks at that cigar and goes, that's a, that's a girly cigar, right? You know, I mean, some mm-hmm. people just feel that way, you know, and Absolutely. so you cannot. There's nothing you can say to them, no matter how much they would enjoy it, that would get them to smoke that because they can't picture themselves smoking it. So you have to find, the, you know, you have to find the right person for the. It's not only about the the flavor, which is incredibly important, but it's also about uh, the presentation as well. So those are the three I would say. I think that's a good three to pick. Uh, we have a just a comment from Chris Kelly. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure I can't. Facebook is not cooperating so i can't click on his profile i believe that's chris kelly from ezra zion i was gonna say yeah that's but he just says chris kelly yeah yeah me too yeah (laughs) he just says agonorsa tobacco is the stuff of legend which it is Uh, it's like i mean he's a smart man i already said that about him it's on a different level from (laughs) other tobacco uh Jason, why don't you go ahead with a question? Because I've been okay. hogging up this portion. So you're, um, the, the mention of some of the FDA stuff got me thinking a little bit. Um, what uh, what Casa Fernandez lines are officially before the predicate date? Uh, J- so we have a ton of brands. The ones that we, uh, there's Buena Cosecha, which is pre-predicate. Uh, Sabor Aganorsa. JFR is pre-predicate. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, I'm still kind of combing through that. I have a list of, I have like the ingredient list we had to submit and I have the, the, uh, the grandfather list. Um, but, uh, but we have a ton of grandfathered brands. Um, but our, for our core line of stuff, really the JFR and the, uh, and the, the Agonorsa, the Buena Cosecha are the three that I, you know, off the top of my head that I know are grandfathered. Nice. And then as, um, some, something to get into a little bit here might be, as you've been uh, smoking the Cas Fernandez stuff, what uh, what have some of your favorite pairings been that you've been drinking with it? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. You know, it's fun. Yeah, it is a good question because I'm generally like, so, you know, uh, like beer, beer and cigars, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, uh, of that. And so, oh, but I would say that with, with the Agonorsa tobacco, really scotch is, uh, I think, the, the most natural pairing with it, uh, especially, you know, not, not so much peated scotch. I think peated scotch kind of overwhelms it. Plus, to be honest, yeah. I'm not a big Pete Scott and Pete Scotch guy, um, but but I think it goes much better with you know something from Speyside, McAllen, uh, Glenmorangie, something along those lines. Um, that I think is the classic pairing. But I've had it so with beers. I don't know if you know if you see my posts. I, I've uh, oh, yeah. put it together with some stouts and and some different things and uh, some beat, you know Bourbon County. I, I put it together with, and it, and it and it goes well. But really, I think the best pairing. If you could say you you want something that's really going to complement this well, you got to go Scotch. I in my opinion, the Corojo. From Agonorsa goes really well with an IPA. Um, I like that kind of like spicy twang that it has. Yeah. And I find that goes really well with like a hoppy, typically citrusy kind of IPA. Yeah, no, I, I you know, I, I definitely feel that, you know, and again, it's funny because I, I usually don't feel IPAs go that well with cigars, but certainly Most I cigars, think you know, they certainly don't. <laughs> yeah, but but with 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 that with that Corojo wrapper, it, yeah, that uh the, the finish, you know, it's it's a nicer pairing than than what usually. I was actually surprised because I had some civil society uh, IPAs the other day with a, um, 
with uh, Guardian of the Farm, actually. And uh, it went very well. went very well. Nice. Uh, we're going to take another break here. Uh, for our last commercial break, we'll be right back. This show is sponsored by Cigar Oasis. Don't spend all your time worrying about your cigar wrappers cracking, splitting, or falling apart from humidity fluctuation issues. Set it and forget it by choosing Cigar Oasis, a professional solution which provides equal distribution of humidity with precise electronic controls. Monitor your cigars through the internet using the smart humidor Wi-Fi attachment. Why don't you spend all your time enjoying your cigars and relaxing and let Cigar Oasis protect your cigars. Cigar Oasis has solutions for any humidor. Make sure you set it and forget it today. And we're back with Terrence Riley. Um, so we have some audience questions from Bob Langmaid. And Bob. one of them, yeah, Bob Dog, good old Bob Dog. Uh, one of them went away already, so I'm not sure. I'll have to find that one. Um, but he says he loves pairings, and he knows, he says, I think Terrence was on SOP like four times, which sounds <laughs> about right. I mean, kind of every year you've been yeah. a recurring guest. And now we're going to have to find something new to pair. Uh, yeah, well, but hey, I, we'll, we'll figure it out. Don't, I'm don't, sure we you know, can figure something yeah. out. We, we, will, we will find a solution. I, I'm a solutions person. <laughs> I like the idea of a Scott show. Uh, Jason, yeah. why don't you ask another question while I hunt for this question from Bob Doug? Yeah, so as, as, as you've been kind of making the rounds and talking to retailers, what, yeah. um, what, 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 are, what are some of the more popular lines right now? The, the JFR is, is really, uh, the, like I said, the bread and butter, the, the lunatic series and the, and the JFR uh, 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 classic line. Again, because it just provides an amazing value. Like when I first saw the price, I'm like, so we're selling this for how much? You know, I, I just kept asking, like, is, it, is this right? You know, because it, it's, it's an incredible cigar for the, I mean, by any, I mean, if that was, if that cigar costs twice as much, I wouldn't blink at it. And, and it's, the prices on it are amazing. So we sell quite a bit of those. And then uh, Guardian of the Farm has really taken off. Um, over the past year, uh, again, uh, obviously Kyle from Warped is doing incredible things and he's really popular. So he, you know, that collaboration has brought some attention to us and that line. Uh, and now that was number eight cigar and cigar aficionado, uh, 2017 cigars of the year. Obviously that has an effect. Um, so th those, those two, and then, and the Casa Fernandez line, the, the, uh, specifically the Agonorsa leaf is really, uh, is a great seller for us. It, great, great ratings and, uh, box press, really great presentation. And made, again, made in Miami, so it's it's cool. It's made in the United States, so you you know you're supporting a supporting a home a home grown product. You know, we're always talking. Trump's always talking about making more stuff in the United States, so we're doing that in Miami. And <laughs> uh, so I, you know, those 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 three really, I think, uh, are are very popular. And again, we I mean, there's other things as well, but the, those three you you see the most of. So That's I was hunting all over Facebook, um, and Facebook seems to not be working for me for some reason. Uh, but I learned that I can actually scroll back within this this cool little app. Um, Even better. So Bob Langmaid's question is, what is your main focus for next year? I, again, I, I, th I think the key thing is really spread, spreading the gospel. It's getting more people to know. That's, that's what it is. I mean, getting, getting people to try the cigars. I mean, that's the, the, you, know, you, you need three things, basically, with, to be a successful company. You need a good product. You need a good uh, logistics system in terms of you know, fulfilling supplies and everything. Uh, all that kind of stuff, and then you, then you need uh, a, a good marketing system to get the information out there, so people know about the product. You know, nobody knows about it. It doesn't matter how good it is. So really, we have an amazing product that not enough people mm -hmm. know about, and uh, and we're gonna get we're gonna get that information out there, and so that more and more people uh, become aware of of Agonorsa tobacco and how great it is. Jason, go ahead. 
I know yeah, you had a question. Oh, I was just going to say that as I, I actually haven't smoked one of these JFRs in a long time, and th- this is really good. And like the cost of this, including local tax, way cheap. So definitely give these a try if you haven't. Yeah, I, th- I think that's one thing. You know, in the industry, we're always giving each other cigars, and we make cigars. So it's got, you kind of forget a guy's got to go in his wallet, take out his money, and put you know, and risk you know, getting yelled at by you know his wife or you know her husband or whatever. And, uh, and, and so I think it's, it's important that you're always providing whatever price point range, a great value, you know, and, uh, I think that we, we do an excellent job of that. Yeah. This cigar is a fantastic value, no matter which size you like. Um, and, and Bob dog says he loves lunatics with some bourbon. That sounds like a good pairing. Yeah. Like a lunatic yeah. Maduro. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Maduros you, you lend more towards a bourbon. Uh, I tend to smoke more of our, our, of our, our Corojos just because, that that wrapper we we kind of oh. you know it's a proprietary wrapper and that gives us the most signature flavor but on the maduros uh definitely you, you can go with something you know maybe a good rye bourbon uh something you know with some kick to it that kind of with that san andreas mm-hmm. wrapper um so yeah I, I i agree i think that's a great brand i was gonna ask what the wrapper was but you already answered me yes san andreas <laughs> um jason do you have another question yeah i'll throw it out there i'm, I'm having this with some uh, glenn farkless 12 and it's fantastic that sounds, I should, you know, I blew it because I, I was worried about getting everything set up on time. I was going to have a delicious beverage with me as well here, but uh, I, I missed it before we got started. So I'm going to have to wait till we're done. So, you know, I'm, it's kind of, uh, you know, frustrating watching you drink. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to hide it off screen. Yeah. Try, yeah. Try to, yeah. Try to keep it you know, over. <laughs> and then um, are there, d- does Casa Fernandez do any um, like limited regular production stuff? Like, like annual releases or yeah so there's the anniversario series that they they've done uh they, they haven't done it in the past years but there was a there was a 13 a 14 and a 15 uh so they they did those again now now with like annual releases and things like that it gets a little bit tougher if you're if you're coming out with new things um with with fda compliance and everything like that but but we again fortunately we have blends that re- released before the deadline and brands and then we also have uh, grandfathered brands that have been being used, uh, but on a, a you know a not not as well promoted that we can kind of tap into. But yeah, in terms of uh, yearly releases, uh, the anniversario was was the last one we did. Okay, um, and you you mentioned Corona Cigar before uh, yeah. that you do some of their house blend uh, house blends. So yeah. I know that you guys also did a uh, one of the K. Uh, I'm losing the, the term now. The FSG, yes, that's yeah. the one. Uh, yeah. So you guys made an FSG. Have you had that one yet? I have, and you know that's a really, I, I, it's a really interesting tobacco because yeah. he, he's he's growing it in you know the in Florida obviously, and that's the the Corojo 99, but he's growing in Florida, so obviously that you know alters how it uh, the flavor and how it's going to come out. So it's a it's a tobacco that you really have to to know what you're doing blending wise, but when you yeah. do it right. It's like it's a unique taste. Like all of those, you like you smoke them and you go, "Hey, what's in this?" You know, you, there's something different in there. So I really, I really enjoy them. Um, and uh, but ultimately, I have no, again, on number one, I'm new. But uh, two, uh, the Corona guys pick all that, so I can't take any credit for what they do. But I think they're, they're they have an incredible, uh, they have an incredible line with us. So yeah, I think that's a fantastic blend. I was really, I was really impressed with that one when I had it. Um, so my my next question is, sorry, I'm. I, I just blanked on the question again. Uh, Jason, go ahead. Okay. So Sorry. I noticed that um, I th- you did not take much time off between jobs. 
It was About like a, a matter of days. Oh, it was a month? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, well, between the time I left and the time I started, yeah, it was about a month. Uh, I mean, okay. that, that's how, yeah, the transition time. Was that the question? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I'm just curious because sometimes it, it's like I've, I have I had a great transition between jobs where I got like a month off in between and it's just kind of – it's refreshing. You know, it's funny. I, yeah. I, I hadn't really had any time off in years i mean uh, like a a decade i really when i I, casada i i I took very little time off uh if at all i mean again maybe a weekend but i never i you know the whole time i was there i really never took like you know a week vacation or anything like that um and so it was weird to like wake up for like and be like what am i gonna do today you know the first week it was nice and then the second week i was like so i better start doing something you know but uh the first week i just didn't do anything i just said all right i'm just gonna i went to the pool and uh I just kind of spent time with my family and, and just didn't do too much. But then the second week I was like, so I better, I better find a job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what you mean. I've, I've had that before too. Like, uh, I had like a two week t- period between jobs. I think that's the longest I've been out of work for like, I don't know, at least a decade. Um, and by the second week I was bored. I was like, yeah. all right, I need something to do. I can't just sit around the house and go do whatever I want. I need like, something to focus on and yeah. I don't know, it just kind of starts making you crazy. And, and plus then you start getting the honeydew list, you know, I, again, I mm-hmm. start, Oh, you know, the dishes are done and then, oh, you know, you we could really use this and this could be fixed. And then it's like, Oh, wait, wait a second here. You know, I, I, I'm going to have to do work, you know? So, uh, if it's a choice between like, you know, the various, uh, housework and those type of things and, uh, and getting back to the office. And again, I really enjoy, I really enjoy doing this. I mean, that's, I think like a lot of people, you know, I try never forget this. They wake up on Monday and they just, they, you know, they're, all they do is they, they feel sick and they're like, I gotta go to work. And then all they do is think about when Friday's going to come. Yeah. For me, I never, I never feel that way. I never feel, you know, oh man, I, I like, I, I love going to work. I love what I do. And, uh, and so I, 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 it doesn't feel like work to me really. I mean, again, there's challenges and like any, anything, but, but, uh, this is one of the greatest things about the industry is that I, I it never seems like work. Awesome. And we've got another question from Bob Dog, which uh, I think the answer to this is going to be a resounding yes. But he wants to know if marketing is going to be a priority next year. Yeah, no, marketing <laughs> is absolutely a priority. Yeah, marketing is a priority. Yeah, definitely uh, increasing social media presence, um, kind of, again, working on uh, ads and things that we do and how we present the product. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, in, in store things like shelf talkers. You know, you, again, I know that seems like a simple thing, but like you were looking. Oh, the they're very right? important. Yeah, if you don't know, like, if unless there's something that you know coherent about how you're presenting the product, how do they know that this box, that, you know, Buena Cosecha is the same company as Casa Vernon, it's the same company as JFR, even if they're on the shelf next to each other, you know, they have to have something that unites them because if they don't, it's three different to them, it's three completely different companies, products, brands that they 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 see. There's nothing there, so all those types of things are are, are essential. I feel to yeah to to being to being successful. Yeah, kind of uh, a conglomeration of the of the branding is yeah, going to be and, definitely. And just important. to add add to that, like for me, marketing is essentially get, getting out what you do well. Like it's not like I think some people think of it as like used car salesman stuff, where it's like, oh, hey, you know, it's you know, it's kind of <laughs> like selling sell snake oil or something. And like, yeah, I mean, there that's not to say that there isn't marketing like that, but for me, it's 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 being you have to be genuine. It's easy to find out you know, these days with internet and everything else, when you're, you're making stuff up, um, you want to take what, what really you truly passionately believe is, is, is special about your company 
and getting people to recognize that, you know, and I think I think that that's, you know, that's what marketing is. It's just getting people aware uh, of what yeah. you're doing. And it, and it might not be for everybody. Like I said, like one thing that like like we have a signature flavor and and that's what we're going to stick to. Now, we have different expressions of it. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. again, it's like a, you know, a region, you know, or go back to Scotch, like a, re, you know, Space Side or, you know, the Highlands or whatever. There's obviously or even within like McAllen, McAllen has sherry cast, has wood cast and it has different, you know. So there's obviously different tastes there, but it doesn't taste like tequila, you know. It's it's got its own yeah. it's got its own flavor, and we're sticking to what we do well. And so for some people, maybe maybe they like something that's really mild, and 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 or some people like you know like a peat bomb or something like that, you know. And they like really heavy, you know, powerhouse cigars that just like you know blow your top off. Some people really love that stuff. Um, that's not us, you know. So we we have this this kind of signature flavor that. If you, you know, and we want to find people that, that appreciate that flavor. We're not, we're not trying to get every, Uh oh, there goes Terrence again. He should be back momentarily. I hope Um, single, single, there we go for a second there. Yeah. Yeah. You went away for a second. Sorry. Yeah. Basically we're trying to find the guys that, uh, that, that we're going to appreciate what we're doing that. And that's really what we're trying to do. We're not trying to convince anybody that we're something we're not, you know, this is what we're doing like this. We're the cigar for you. Yeah. Um, so for, for the brands that you make or for the blends that you produce for other brands, uh, what are your like top three favorite? I'm just curious. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. We're not getting it. It's like, it's like between your children. You can't do that. But I will (laughs) say, I mean, what, what, what is impressive and and again, is a great thing for us is like when I was in the factory, uh, I'm from uh, Illusion was there and and to watch him is, is incredible. This is not a guy that like. You know, they're like, ah, oh, I'll go down to a factory and I'll smoke some cigars and I'll have a blend and make me a cigar. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, there's nothing necessarily wrong with doing that. People you know, are good at different things and sometimes in the factory to make the product more than other people. But he goes down there. I mean, he's looking at, he's smoking the specific, specific lots and he, and he can, I mean, if there's anything off, he, he knows. So he, he's actually great for a factory in the sense to be on your game because if you're not, he knows you can't, you can't trick him. I mean, you can't just, Oh, well, this yeah. guy, you know, this gringo, we'll just put some tobacco with this instead of that. And what the heck is he going to know? You can't, I mean, you can't do I mean, Not that we would anyway, but like, <laughs> you know, mis- you know, mistakes can happen or things can happen. And, yeah. uh, and, and he'll, and he'll spot that immediately. And he's down well, there often enough to see things that, like you know? crops can be off. And, yeah. and for him to be somebody who can identify that is really important. And that kind of speaks to his consistency. Absolutely. Um, Jason, why don't you go ahead? Yeah, I think um, you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but I've found something kind of interesting is that over the years, if you talk to someone who maybe thinks that Nicaraguan tobacco isn't their thing because it's too spicy or it's it's too full flavored, I've told a lot of people, well, have you had an Aganorsa blend? Because that's, that's, to me, is sort of like this sweet spot of Nicaraguan tobacco where it, you get the flavor, but they're not all spice bombs. Yeah, that, I think that's. In fact, I mean, just to use uh, Dion again from Illusion, I, I would say nothing he makes is is more than medium. Really, I, I don't think I would call not him really, no. as full body, but it's it's incredible. It's all incredibly flavorful. So yeah, we're really focused on complexity and flavor and nuance and and and, and ex, you know in getting that kind of uh, you know different uh, expressions of, of of that tobacco that uh, that uh, again we we really that nobody else has. It's our tobacco, so it's not like you know somebody else can just go get it. I mean, we do sell it to other people, but uh, we obviously, you know, have things that we keep for ourselves. And, uh, and you know, I, th- I think that's a, a huge asset for us that we, that we that's it. There's a lot of great cigars in Nicaragua. And uh, but I, th- I think there's not there's not too much that t- that tastes like what we're, we're doing. 
I don't think there's anything that tastes like what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so with the blends that are part of the Casa Fernandez brand, um, are there any that use Medio Tempo? Because one of my favorite blends out of Casa Fernandez ever used Medio Tempo, and it's amazing. Yeah, yes. In fact, you'd be surprised what some of them do. We, we like to keep that kind of particular. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so little of it, you know. Uh, yeah. So you know, we don't want to, but we we do we do use it, and some and, you, and some of them you'd be surprised. We are like, wow, you 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 putting it into that into that one? Yeah. So it's uh, um, it's uh, it's used, and that's the best I can tell you. That's like okay. the special sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I didn't, I, I'm gonna be looking for it now. Yeah, yeah. Take it. Yeah, well, see, well, who knows? You know, who knows? <laughs> All right, maybe, maybe you'll guess. <laughs> I don't know if, if we officially mentioned it, but Guardian of, of the Farm did get number eight on the top 25 from Cigar Aficionado. So congrats on that. That's a great cigar. No, th- thank you. That was uh, uh, Max Fernandez, Eduardo's son, and uh, and Kyle uh, Gellis from uh, from Warp. That was a project they worked on together. And uh, again, that's what's cool. With, like, again, where I say we have these people that, to, that we work with, they make you better. You know, like you, you work together with them uh, either in a... In a in a way like with Kyle where it's, you know, it's a collaboration, but even just, you know, when you're working with them to produce a cigar for them, you, you learn things and you, you see different approaches and that's a huge asset for us. And before we get to more questions, we just have to take one more uh, sort of commercial break. We don't, I'm just going to do a read for this one since we don't have a video ad like the rest of them. Uh, this segment is brought to you by Drew Estate. Uh, they make some great cigars, go get some T52s, some Liga nines, uh, and get those tins, man. Those tins are so good. They're like, they're four by 32s. They're 20 bucks for 10 of them. Um, and they're, I don't know. They're just fantastic little cigars. They're some of the best tiny cigars I've had. All right. Now we're back. Uh, the commercial break is over. Terrence, uh, I'm sorry. I keep losing my questions. There's my kids are right outside and I keep hearing them and they're distracting me. Uh, Sorry. Go, go ahead, Jason. Another question from you. Uh, okay. So, um, you're saving the day, Jason. You're saving the day. Yeah, you really are. <laughs> does does, does Casa Fernandez have having any cigarillo-sized cigars? I was, I was trying to think. I don't think they do. No. I don't think so. Yeah. No, they don't, the, there's a Nympha we make for Illusion, but that's obviously not a cigarillo. You know, that, but that's about the smallest uh, item that I know that we make. Yeah. Oops, sorry. Jason, I think I'm. Am, am I still here? I think I'm yeah. muting myself for a moment. Okay. I think we lost um, Aaron. Did Did he pause? Oh, I think we're back. I lost you for a second. Sorry, man. Yeah. Technical difficulties every week. <laughs> the oh. internet tonight. Sorry. Well, go so, ahead, Jason. Yeah. So with um with the uh Cas Fernandez stuff, what what would you say is something from them that is sort of your um your like top tier? Like this is the one I'm gonna have for a special occasion or save for that you know, really expensive bottle of scotch I have sitting around. The Anniversario is, is excellent. The 2015, it's a box press Lancero. That is a, and then the 2014, it's a box press Toro. Those two are probably where you have a special occasion. You want to pull those out. Those are really delicious cigars. I really, uh, I, I, I think of that, that's probably my personal favorite you know, right now of everything I've smoked. Uh, they're just outstanding. I really love them. That's cool. I love a box press Lancero. That that's something that's probably a pain in the ass to make, but yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, and it's also again, it's not, it's like I said, we were talking a little bit before about Lanceros. You know, it's a, I love I love a Lancero to begin with. 
Um, but yeah, there's, we, you know, I think as a company, you have to look at like, you know, there's a very vocal group of, uh, of consumers that love it, but the average store, uh, with the exception of Stogies in Houston, who specializes mm-hmm. in them, uh, it, you know, when, you know, if they're, if they're best selling size of Lancero, usually that's a bad sign. It's like, Ooh, you know, <laughs> yeah. you can't be doing too well. Uh, but, but, uh, I personally love them. So, and that, and that one, uh, that, that box press one is, is pretty delicious. Man, I gotta I gotta track that one down. So we were talking before about uh, the our local shop to me and Jason, and that is exactly the one that they had on the shelf last time I was there that they didn't have today. Great. See the quick and the dead. The quick and the dead. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have bought it, but <laughs> you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Now going into next year, uh, obviously the factory shut down right now. Uh, which which cigars are gonna be like? in production in the beginning of next year do you know well yeah i'm, I'm just guarding the, far, guarding the farm actually they, they got oh, a couple of guys to even, co- they, to even come in like so there's actually a, a few pairs that are rolling we we fortunately have some production that's going to ship once it reopens um but but obviously you know again with, with 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 these awards like it's like a little bit you can't you can't make everything in, in, in the expectation that it's going to win this. You know, if you get anything, which you know we've been fortunate enough to, on on several occasions to be on the top twenty-five, but it's you know it's not like you have six cigars on there. Uh, which which although last year we actually had three brands that we made on the list, so uh, you're, you're never really prepared. Ultimately, you just you're wow. just not prepared. Plus, when they announce these awards, the factory shuts down like the next day. So you're kind of if you're not you know you don't have production. Now you're even further behind the eight ball because you've got to wait till till the factory reopens before you even start. So we're we're actually fortunate because we know that we're going to need more than what we you know uh, had projected uh, to get some guys in there and they're working they're working over the holidays uh, you know uh, in the in the factory. So I hope uh, I hope they get you know there's at least a couple pairs uh, kicking stuff out still. Thank God. Yeah, that's that's good because the. It just like you said, they they release these awards at the worst time, and if you're in the top ten, that cigar is going to be sold out by the time you get back to work. In yeah, January. I mean, we, we, that we, phone's we already, be ringing off the hook. One day it was already, and then everything we had was gone. And I mean, we have hundreds of boxes on back order, and now and we're closed for a few weeks, so there's not even anything. So by the time we're back up and running, it's going to be probably double what we have. Uh, so it puts you behind the eight ball. I mean, no matter what, it puts you a little bit behind, but it's a better uh, problem to have than have a bunch of stuff and looking at it and say, how am I going to move all this? So if you're going to have a problem, it's, it's, it's the better of the two problems. Yeah. Um, how long do, how long does Cas Fernandez age cigars in the aging room after they're rolled? I know there's, there's a lot of variance there between different factories. I mean, they're usually there at least three months. Again, it's, it's a little bit of, you know, you see, are, are they ready? You know, uh, I'd say oh, yeah. three months is, is usually basically the, the, the standard amount, you know, they're, they're, they're at least three months before they ship them to, to Miami. Mm-hmm. And then in Miami, usually they're there for a period of time before they ship again. Um, but uh, the, key, the key thing always is, you know, you, you need to let them, you know, rest after they're rolled. But if ideally, you should be able to take a cigar after, after you know, within a week after it's rolled and smoke it. And it'd be, it'd be spot on in terms of, you know, t- yeah. basically be spot on. Now, again, you know, there's, there's humidity and those type of things, which are going to affect burn, which are going to affect flavor. But it shouldn't be like... Oh, this cigar is radically different, you know, three months down the line. It's it's to it's to allow, you know, that 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 time to to, you know, like you said, polish those final edges and let it rest a little bit. But uh, if you're using good tobacco, uh, you don't need like sometimes like, oh, you know, we 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 rolled it and aged it for, you know, five years after we rolled it. Well, that's great. And that doesn't you know, I'm sure that 
improves it. But you know, you can't run a business that way. The cigars have got to be got to be enjoyable, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in, a, in a more reasonable amount of time than that. So, uh, you know, that's that's kind of the process. You know, and sometimes it's longer. Sometimes you 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 know you say, okay, these really need to sit a little bit longer before we ship. Um, but uh, you know, for the most part, you you're looking at at least at least three months before they ship anything out of the factory. Sure. Um, so my next question is. And I, I'm starting to lose it again, but I've, oh, uh, so I know the, obviously the Casa Fernandez Miami stuff is made in the Miami factory. Is there anything else that's made in the Miami factory for, for other brands or anything like that? Or is it only those Casa Fernandez Miamis? There's a few other minor things, uh, that, that are made there, but basically it's all Casa Fernandez, uh, Miami products. There's a few like uh, exclusives we do, uh, for various people uh, out of there, but it's, it's under the Casa Fernandez name. Um, okay. it's, it, it's pretty much customer. Again, it's, it's a much smaller, like we have a, a, a couple pairs, it, it's a smaller operation, so we can't do huge volumes out of, out yeah, of no. Miami. We, it, it's more, uh, it's more boutique to use an overused word, uh, than, than where Nicaragua, where we have, you know, we have huge facility and then we have another facility in, in, uh, in, uh, in Jalapa as well. Yeah. So how many pairs are in the, in the Miami factory? I've always been curious and never had anyone to ask. We we have uh, we have four. Oh wow, that is tiny. Oh, yeah, that's actually smaller than I would have even expected. Yeah, it's uh, but again, they're they're rolling all day, and uh, mm-hmm. you know that's uh, it keeps them busy. You know, because the thing is too is with rollers, they get paid by rolling, so you can't have like you know a high volume period and then a lull, and so you need yeah. you need to, you need to have enough production where they're not overwhelmed, but also where they're consistently working. So you can't, you know, do too, you know, there's limitations to, to what you can do. Mm-hmm. Jason, you, I could tell that you had a question. Oh, uh, so we were, we were talking about the factories and stuff. If people are in Miami or Nicaragua, can, can they arrange to come and look at the factory? Yeah, absolutely. If, uh, just contact me, <laughs> contact nice. me. Yeah. So like, that's one thing actually that I'm looking to, I, I haven't really formulated yet, but especially for Miami, because it's in the United States. I mean, Nicaragua especially like with the cigar industry in Dominican Republic, you kind of fly into Dominican Republic and you're there, right? And when you get into Santiago and you can be at a factory in five minutes, uh, mm-hmm. in Nicaragua, you got to fly to Managua and then you got to go up two hours, you know, depending on the courage of the driver and, uh, you know, the traffic, uh, you know, up to Esteli. And then it's, so it's, it's more of a trek. Whereas Miami, uh, you know, we're looking to kind of, you know, I'd love to show people that more. I'd love to, you know, kind of, uh, give the people the opportunity to experience what we're doing there. So, that's something I'm going to look to maybe more formalize and have maybe a day where people can come in and, and you know, try to roll a cigar and things like that. Um, but yeah, if, if anyone's around, Hey, I'm going to be in Miami the 25th. I mean, if I'm in town, Hey, come on by, I'll give you a tour. I mean, that's uh, that's something we really want to uh, show off. And so there's no, again, like we were saying before, there's no better way than showing people what you're doing. And rather, I mean, anybody can say anything, but when you show them, it's different. Yeah, absolutely. And we're coming we're coming to the end of the program. Where can people find Cass Fernandez on social media right now? So, so that's a great question. So, uh, on Facebook, uh, Casa Fernandez is Aganorsa is is the Facebook page. On Instagram, Casa Fernandez is Aganorsa, and then uh, my my personal uh, uh, both Facebook and uh, Instagram is is Terrence Riley. Uh, so look me up, Terrence Riley eighty two on Instagram. It's a private account, but you know, just you know, say say you know trip or you know uh, cigar federation and the. You can, you know, you can, I'll, I'll, I'll accept your, uh, your request. And, uh, and then, and then the, the two, Casa Fernandez as Aganorsa, they're both public accounts. So please like us, uh, follow us. We put a lot of great information out there. It's an opportunity to learn about a lot of the products. So, 
we we need you we need you out there we need your support so we appreciate you following awesome uh well thank you very much for joining us terrence we really appreciate it taking your time to uh spend a little bit of time with us preaching oh, the word of agnorsa it's my pleasure we just got to get back on uh on, on you know the, the sharing our pairing so i i can you know well i should have been drinking this episode but uh that one i you know i have to be eating so i'll be better yeah. prepared so <laughs> <laughs> sounds good All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you for all of our Armed Forces Radio Network listeners. We appreciate you guys out there doing things we're not built to do. And go out and get yourself an Agonorsa cigar. Everybody have a great night.